Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Do you ever look at your favourite celebrity and think, I wonder if we have anything in common? Well, there's at least one thing. No matter who you are, no one knows you better than your mum. I'm Peter Todd. I'm a columnist from Fabulous Magazine, where every week you can hear from the nation's most loved women on everything from fashion and beauty, health and fitness, and pretty much everything in between. I'm also a model and presenter, but my hardest job by far out of all of these is being a mum. Because mums shape who we are. They're there for us when we need them and even when we might not want them to be. So, for this series we decided to speak to some well-known incredible women and find out just what makes these female relationships so formative. This is Things I Told My Daughter. For this episode, I'm joined by Fiona Wade and her mum, Teresita. Fiona is most recognised for playing the role of Bria in the well-known soap Emmerdale. This is only a small fraction of what makes Fiona who we know and love. Because Fiona is more than just an actress, two of her most important roles are being a wife to her newlywed hubby Simon and a daughter to her Filipino mum Tessie. You've got the kindest heart, she's so kind and, and so sweet and beautiful, but if you cross her, she's like, that's it! And like literally like... <laughs> Like, and even my husband's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, <laughs> such a gangster, I'm not going to crush you on. So yeah, she's like the godmother of the, the family. <laughs> While in front of the camera, Fiona's life looks pretty picture perfect. Her life off screen hasn't always been as rosy. When Fiona was just 24, her father tragically passed away, leaving Fiona and Tessie to navigate life without a father or a husband. Losing somebody that incredible and that close to you it does make you stronger though because I feel like you've been through one of the worst things you could go through do you know what I mean so. yeah despite the tough times that Fiona and Tessie have faced it is obvious to anyone who meets them that they are thick as thieves and the challenges they've been through have only brought them closer as mother and daughter this is things I told my daughter with Fiona Wade and her mum Teresita Thank you so much. Today we are very lucky that we have lovely Fiona and I'm, I'm going to put it out there and say that even lovelier Tessie, which is Fiona's mum. So thank you both for joining us. Oh, um, thank you for having us. You. Yeah, I've already, I've put it out there straight away and already said that if Tessie wanted another daughter, I'm there because she's, she's ace. So um, I'll put my CV in. Oh, my she, she is the best. Oh, Everyone she... wants my mum to be her mum. She's, yeah, uh, yeah, very popular. <laughs> I know, I can see, and she's playing it cool. She didn't say yes. I want you to come and be my daughter, or no. So I don't know. I feel like I have to put some more work in. Oh put yeah. Some more work in. Obviously, Tessie, you're Filipino. Yes. So I know. did you spend a lot of time there when you were growing up, Fiona? Did you go backwards and forwards? Did you still have a lot of family based in the Philippines? 
Oh yes, we are. We have a lot of uh, Philippine. Uh, you know, my family is all in the Philippines, and okay. then I took Fiona to the Philippines at the age of two years old. Yeah, we went quite a few times growing yeah. up. Okay, yeah, we used yeah. to go. Do you have fond memories of going back to the Philippines? Oh my goodness, so many amazing memories. I remember because my mother's family they own farms, and I remember when going back to school after having a visit in the Philippines, and they were talking about our favorite pets, and mine was a buffalo. Wow. <laughs> Because that's all I knew. I'd go to the Philippines and we'd ride buffaloes, wouldn't we? With you my would uncles. ride buffaloes? Yeah, yes. with my uncles. And what? Yeah, just bareback. No so. wonder she doesn't want me as a daughter because I have not got that level of cool. <laughs> I have never ridden a buffalo. Uh, do you yeah. know, I don't know whether I could do it now, but when you're young, that's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I took Fiona to my brother yeah. and my brother took Fiona to the farm and get the buffalo and then they ride both of them yeah and then she showed all our farms yeah. and that's it you know ride on a buffalo both of them that's amazing <laughs> and i said mommy mommy she said oh i'm i'm here mommy i'm here mommy and the buffalo on top of the buffalo <laughs> as a like and you were cool with that you're like yeah there she goes on the yeah. buffalo you were yeah. fine weren't you i think yeah. she, it's just the way they get she's around not, yeah she's so. not frightened at all wow. but my fr- my brother is uh they are both on top of the buffalo riding. Well, the- I'll be honest. I, I, that's an exclusive. I've never talked about me and riding buffaloes before. But well, uh, to be honest, I think that's the best exclusive I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. How old were you when you first came over to the UK from, from Th- Philippines? 32. Okay. Yeah. And so your your dad was English? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then you met over here. Yes. And, yeah. you know, yeah. here we are. Yeah. Perfect. So what did you feel like was there a sense of sort of being in Potter's Bar and things like that was there a sort of diverse community there was it difficult or you know was it something that came quite naturally being a sort of a real mix a real diverse area I think definitely now it would definitely be but well we're in a little village just outside of Potter's Bar and it was not diverse back then and we definitely were the minority like it was just I remember having another friend at school from Mauritius Mm -hmm. and that was it in this very sort of white middle class village so yeah it wasn't always easy Filipinos have quite a strong sense of community so we had lots of Filipino friends in and around Potter's Bar but in terms of yes our neighborhood where we were living did feel different didn't it sometimes but yeah and I think especially as a mum you're having a baby and to not have that sort of support network it would be difficult you know yeah. if if you're not especially like you say the filipino people have a real sense of community so to suddenly have a baby and not not have that and not have anybody that you know you can share those sort of things would be really difficult it's difficult enough at the best of times you are an only child yes okay yeah so how was growing up I imagine that really made you and your mum even closer, probably. Oh, we are very, very close. She's my friend. <laughs> and has that always? Have you always had that relationship? You've... Yes, we have. I mean, I've got a huge family. We've got lots of Filipino cousins and family here, and Filipino mm-hmm. friends, you know, and dear friends that become family. People ask me all the time, "What's it like being an only child?" I've never known anything different because mm-hmm. I've had such a close network around me that feel like brothers and sisters. Yeah, but. Yes, definitely. We've always been really close. I was always a daddy's girl, I'd say, when I was younger. My mum was very much the strict mother that <laughs> made sure everything growing up the right way and everything. But yes, yeah, so I was quite a daddy's girl. I had him wrapped around my finger, you know, all that. I think that's quite a typical thing, isn't it, with girls? Mm-hmm. But definitely, as a family unit, we've been incredibly close. And then now, going throughout the years, we're best friends. We do everything together. And leading up to when I got married we were together all the time and then now I've got married 
you know, there's little shifts here and there. Obviously, you know, on my days off, whenever opportunity arises, we hang out, don't we, Mum? <laughs> Was she always good? She is very good and she's very, very caring daughter. You know, oh, she you. takes me out. Mm -hmm. Every time we go out, I said, oh, Mum, this is nice for you. This is nice for you. I said, no, don't buy any more clothes. <laughs> she always get me something every time we go out. Oh, that's yeah. nice. But I think, especially as you get older, you understand, yeah. you know, that things aren't always easy. And I think you understand then actually how much hard work as a mum you pour in yeah. to your, your children. And I yeah. think, you know, Fiona's very appreciative of that. Yeah, so, like my parents gave me everything they possibly could growing up. And now, you know, obviously we grow up and roles sort of change a bit, don't mm -hmm. they? So, yeah, yeah what, what I always say, what's mine is my mum's. It's fine. You know, we share. And and mine now. Okay? And mine. Yeah, and, and, and your daughter. <laughs> hello, welcome. I'm here. This is me. You've got me. So did you always know that Fiona was going to be interested in acting from a child? Oh, yes. At the age of three. Mm -hmm. My goodness me. Can you believe it? We were watching television and she saw this fame on TV. Yeah. And she was sitting into the small stall. And she stand up and she was dancing like that. <laughs> mommy, 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 come and see these ladies. They are dancing, mommy. Oh, she's doing like that. And I said, my goodness me. I said, would you like to be a dancer? Yes, I am. I would like to be a dancer and a singer and an actress. You know, I could not believe it. I don't believe it because every time she's on, tele on television, she saw anyone that she likes oh i want to become like her you know <laughs> you know so well you knew you knew i knew from a very young age yeah and, I and you were, were you aware of that were you aware of knowing exactly yeah, what you wanted to do i really i don't remember a time i haven't known what i wanted to do because you never know like what age your conscious you know your brain yeah. really starts to understand you know what you need to do when you get older but i just knew i like my mom said i used to watch fame the musical it's like a big tv show yeah and i literally used to put my leg warmers on and i was obsessed i mean that was the first thing i was thinking you say fame i think leg warmers so exactly and i had them on you know three yeah. years old there was me with leg warmers. you know if any filipinos are listening out there they'll totally know what i'm talking about here but filipinos tend to perform from a young age with such performers and i sang at every filipino party it's in their blood you know they love to perform in every party party we would have you know whether we go to friends parties or families there's always a karaoke machine even in the garden like at barbecues they just oh yeah it, don't we they come yeah. and ha they come and ask me oh uh, we are having a party can Fiona come and sing and dance so there was <laughs> yeah, me I was always totally... a lot of people yeah. you know all the neighbors they <laughs> open their windows and watch at Fiona I said oh Madonna is there Madonna is there you should have been charging for this <laughs> well I know I was totally pimped out and taken right. around to every party and um <laughs> oh yeah. yeah so it was just part of what I did really and my parents were just just really supportive they just knew what I was very clear I was quite a grown-up I think when you're an only child as well mm -hmm. sometimes and I think Filipino kids often are because we're around adults a lot in terms of the parties they don't have separate parties for like it's a kids party when you have a birthday everyone's there yeah so I think we're just used to being yeah so I was quite confident being around adults so I wasn't afraid of Sort of performing and you soon lose that as you get older and the insecurities yeah. come in. Oh, open the floodgates and yeah. there they go. Exactly. Well, what was your first big break for you that you would say, yeah, this, this was the moment that I'd say everything changed? I'd say my first break in terms of really 
getting into the business was I started in Grange Hill okay. at 16 and that was a big deal you know that show was yeah. huge and, and I remember sitting at home doing my homework and watching it and then next minute I was in it and I was like oh my goodness yeah. surreal yeah and then at the same time I was doing Miss Saigon in the West End so it was a lot for a 16 year old to be doing but yeah. I was just so clear about where I wanted to go what I wanted to be it was everything I was just focused on my work you know I think when everyone else was kind of hanging out with friends I was going to classes and singing and doing all my acting classes and I enjoyed it you know it was what I love to do so I'd say that was my big break in terms of starting out and I've had you know some really amazing jobs along the way that I thought was then going to be my bigger break and mm -hmm. then it, maybe it didn't quite happen you know I think mm -hmm. that's what happens with actors so I'd say Emmerdale was my big break in terms of really carving out that career for myself and having a profile as it yeah. gives you and being able to do such a, an incredible role really that you can grow with and nurture and yeah what was it like for you seeing your daughter on on the television especially in like soaps and stuff sort of for the first time how do you find it i'm so proud to see her very very proud but i thought she couldn't do it before <laughs> i thought I thought, Amazing. oh, what's she doing now? I said, oh my God, I'm glad that she's doing. I'm so proud. I could not tell you how proud oh, I am when I saw her on television. But you loved Emma. You know? you, Emma Dale was your big show. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah. Before, she said to me, I will be there. She said to me one day when she was waiting, I will be there, mommy, one day. And I could not believe it. Yeah. I cannot imagine for one second that Tessie would take it well if anybody said anything mean about you. Of course I will yeah. be annoyed. I think because, I'd be scared of you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my yeah. mum is like brutal, aren't you? <laughs> we actually, in my family, all my cousins and everyone, we just call her the gangster. Because she's, you are just a little I'm gangster. telling you now, yeah. with every minute that goes by, I couldn't love you more. I know. So first of all, it was like, oh, my friends call me Tessie. And now I know your actual other nickname yeah. is the gangster. She's the gangster. I mean, all my cousins, because my mum's quite wow. brutal. She'll just come out with things. She'll just say it. And she's, you've got the kindest heart. You're, she's so kind and, and so sweet and beautiful. But if you cross her, she's like, that's it. And like, literally like... <laughs> Like, and even my husband's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, <laughs> such a gangster, I'm not going to cross you on. So yeah, she's like the godmother of the, the family. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. laughing, but she's like, yes, I am. Yes, exactly. Yes, I am. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I wouldn't want to crush you, personally. <laughs> so you met your husband on set. I did, yes. I mean, it's a bit of a serendipity story. Okay, um, love that. So basically, one of my best friends had come to stay with me in Leeds at the time because he was doing a few episodes. And he said to me, oh, there's a guy that I've just done a film with who's also come into Emmerdale for a few episodes. We should go for dinner because there was a connection with the director that knew Simon and my friend Dan who had just done a film. It was, it was all very serendipity. Yeah. And, I, and I'm a real believer in things, the right timing, divine timing. Mm -hmm. I did meet him on set, but I didn't think anything you know I, I yeah. he was a guest that I will always welcome to the show and be polite to um and we did a, a scene I think we had to flirt with him a bit but he had a storyline with other people so it wasn't like we found each other on set kind of thing do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean but we went out for dinner the four of us and I didn't realize that he was into me okay. quite a lot. <laughs> and I just thought he was a lovely guy but I'd come out of a difficult relationship and I wasn't really thinking anything we had one day on set actually a bit further on after the dinner where when you're on set and everything, sometimes it takes like 40 minutes to an hour for things to set up while you're waiting yeah. around. And we had a really amazing chat. And I think we'd kind of become friends during that chat. And then he took my number. And then weeks later, 
he took me for an incredible date. I thought you were going to say weeks later he got in touch. And I was oh, like, really? No. Whoa, come on now. <laughs> no, okay. no. He was, he was quite on it. He was keen. You know, but he yeah, was keen. he was keen. Keen bean. I remember being very busy at that time in Emmerdale. And, and I just said to him, well, you know, if, if you want me to go on a date with you, it's going to be, you know, a few weeks at least. I can't just, you know. Yes. And I just remember, you know, I was a single girl and everything's busy, 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 you know. But I'm really glad I made the time to go on a date with him. Yeah. <laughs> and he took me to uh, Hampstead Heath and he made, it was a oh, height of summer and he made an amazing picnic all no, from scratch. No, he did not. All from scratch. He made every piece of food. He made beef Mongolian noodles, I think, Asian noodles, um, oh homemade word. fish cakes. He set out the rug and even brought flowers and he knew I didn't drink alcohol. So he brought me sparkling water with cucumber and raspberries in it he just thought of every touch and i'll be honest you know two years on he's still that guy he's not showy he's not flash at all he's really kind yeah i mean he sounds like someone's written him it literally i always say to him he's like i always say he's from a different era as well he's like because he's a writer as well so it was our anniversary the other day and you know he writes me letters and he's very old school and genuinely like I can't tell you how real and beautiful he writes and I've always said to him I don't need any presents on our anniversary I just need your letters because they're so precious oh I no. mean I'm sorry <laughs> I mean uh, my next question was gonna be does the godmother of the family approve but I think the answer is going to be I approve that he's a very nice boy very yeah. kind very respectful. Yeah, he sounds <clears throat> like a dream. And he's a very good cook by the sounds of it. He cooks me every night. He's amazing. He's an incredible cook. Actually, he's one of four brothers and they all have learned. I mean, I think people will be happy to know that there's four. Four uh, from there. Yes. Are they all taken? Or? One is, there's two that are single actually and they're lovely. So, good, yeah. I think people anyway. will be happy to know that. <laughs> they're gorgeous. Happy to know that. Yeah, no, he's amazing, isn't he? But my mum, yeah, you liked him from the first time, didn't you? Fiona brought Simon mm-hmm. in the house first time because I'm very strict. Nobody can come to the house. Yeah. A boyfriend. Simon is the second boy ever. Yeah. who came to the house. Okay. Who Fiona. So when she was talking and everything, and he is so nice. He mm. made you a Guinness cake, didn't he? Yeah. When you arrived at the he house. made me a Guinness cake and everything. Guinness is her favourite drink. Yeah. Guinness yeah. is. Oh my! Honestly, yeah. it gets you better. Stop with this, because you are just ridiculous. <laughs> and he takes amazing. her for pints of Guinness when I'm not there around. He just go and pick her up, and they go to the pub. My mum's like, "Yep, Simon and me. He's brought me a Guinness." I'm like, "Oh yeah. wow, you're so cute." Because the pub is ten minutes walk yeah. from my house. <laughs> You know, you know, amazing. Yeah. Where did the love of Guinness come from? I always like Guinness because of the iron. Yeah. yeah. Because of the iron. Wow. Oh, yeah. Again, not going to mess with you. Well, yeah. he sounds amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So I feel very, very blessed and lucky and thankful every day. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. just for the cooking the meals alone yeah, and the exactly. picnic. I mean, <laughs> everything else, start adding the letters on just to... Oh, I might yeah. play this episode I to my I will say husband. this as well. He does buy me presents as well. I don't want to... Oh, do you know what that... I thought you were going to so, do then? Oh. I thought you were going to go, oh, I will add. Oh, and right. then put something bad in. No, sorry. And what you did was made it better. <laughs> I think this is fair on other people, oh, to be honest. I, I have to say, I did go through a lot of frogs and I waited a long time to meet him, you know? So it was almost like... I felt like I paid my dues with Okay. Um, I think, yeah. like you touched on before, you know, a real believer in that divine timing and it being 
the right time for yeah. everything to come along and the right time in your life. Yes. Um, I bet that was a real comfort to you as a mum to know that your daughter and your only daughter yes. has found somebody that is going to love her and look after her and you keep you you know oh, watered yes. with the guinness yeah <laughs> do you know when he went home mm-hmm. i said fiona get rid don't of say it. no <laughs> <laughs> don't say yes. no i said straight away yeah i think mothers just know don't mm-hmm. they i know that's a bit of a cliche but i really do think because there were guys before you know obviously and some that well you liked and were perfectly nice and some weren't but my mum just knew and then this simon it was like she just had no doubts and you would just became calm, didn't you? Yeah, happy, my God, yeah. I can't believe it. That when I met this boy, this is the one for her. Even my cousins, her aunties, they I think him. they yeah. love him. <laughs> they love him. I mean, I think in life, no one's ever, per- you know, we all have our things. Yeah. But I have to say, someone always said to me once, you know, because I was always going for the wrong type of guy. And someone just said to me, you just make sure the guy you marry is kind. You mm-hmm. know, and I always used to think that was a bit, hmm. And actually, it's so true because when they're kind and considerate and they understand you, then I mean, everything else in life is so much dif- it's difficult anyway, right? Yeah. So the fact that he just doesn't make things harder, you know, everyone has their tests, where, whatever it'll be in life. But I think if you've got a partner that just doesn't make that more difficult. Yeah. Well, you're, you're halfway see, there. Yeah. You know, we have our things. Gosh, we irritate each other and everything. But no, on the I'm whole. Not going to lie, I'm glad to hear it. I know. So. <laughs> he's amazing yeah Yeah, he definitely sounds it so you know you waited a long time to find your person and it's definitely that typical thing of then you get married and everyone's like so what's next what's next like is that definitely a pressure that you have felt i feel like people are actually a little bit better now at being aware that it isn't that easy it isn't that straightforward and you would hope that people would be a bit more mindful but i think especially as you said coming from you come from although you're an only child like a big family like you know Family is clearly something that's very important to you. Do you feel a pressure from anybody else for, you know, like the family side of it? Or are you, you know, you're calm and you're, you know, you're happy to yeah, see I how mean, it goes? I never feel pressure because like you said, I think people are generally more sensitive these days because yeah. you don't know someone's story. I mean, you know, people say the odd things where you think, oh, you think I haven't thought about that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like they'll be like, oh, you better hurry up. Or, <laughs> you know, like, much. yeah, really not helpful. But... You know, we want that so much. That's definitely our next, you know, stage. We'd love that. Again, I just think you've got to just do your part. And I am a really great believer of, I think if God wants that for you, it'll happen. You yeah. know, obviously you have to do your part. And you yeah. know, there are so many wonderful options out there. But ultimately, it would be incredible. I think Simon would be in ama- That's the other thing. He's amazing with kids as well. So um, just another, <laughs> just that, just another yeah. tick in the box. Um, he, well, he used to be a manny. What? I know it's ridiculous. How are you I, being serious? I know, and he's he's amazing. He's amazing. He's like he stepped out of a Disney film. Yeah, he is, but he's he's not cringe or anything. He's like a strong, amazing no, man. I, but cringe he's, was you know, not what I okay, was thinking. Good. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. So I would love. Yeah, I think it'd be cute to have a little mini us, and I really pray for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think it definitely sounds like you've got some amazing components to be putting into this. <laughs> so bravo. I think as you just touched on, you know. It, no matter how anything can sort of look from the outside, obviously nobody's life is perfect and it can't always, you know, as much as everybody would like it to be, life isn't all, you know, all highs. And I think that, you know, it would seem from the outside looking in, you know, you've got a pretty spectacular mother, 
over there. Aww. You've got a like Disney character husband. Like you are <laughs> a successful woman. You're beautiful. You. But and I think it'd be really easy for people to think that everything's always fine. And I think we're really guilty of that actually as a generation now, I think with social media and things like yeah. that. Obviously, nobody's life is perfect. And, you know, you touched on the fact before that you were a real daddy's girl. And unfortunately, you you lost your dad in 2005. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, it was um, it was difficult because it is this the three of us and my dad was my best friend. Like I said, I was a real daddy's girl. We were a strong unit, weren't we? The three of yeah. us. He was very much like Simon, my husband, very incredibly the kindest man you could ever meet. Not an edge about him. He was just wonderful through and through and he got sick unfortunately and yes exactly what you're saying I think people especially nowadays with social media they do see an image but you know gosh we've had our struggles I have personally and I have obviously losing my dad was the worst thing that I've ever been through where I'm at in my life now and I think about when I lost him at 24 years old and I think my goodness if I at 24 imagined me now I wouldn't have got through those years because the thought of living without him for that period of time and getting yeah. married and it would have been too much to think about. And so when I look back, I think, my gosh, you know, he was leaving his 24-year-old daughter, which, which is, is so young. young. So it's very young. young. Yeah. Very young. It was hard, wasn't it? You and dad used to do everything together. Yeah. We are very, very close. Mm -hmm. Three of us. Yeah. yeah. It's young for you as well to, yeah, to then is. be without, you know, your partner, your husband. Yeah. So yeah. in a way, I took over that role. That's also why we've become so close. I was about to it? say, do you think you, you guys can... pulled together yeah. even yeah. closer? Yeah. yeah. So, closer, um, yeah. you know, and I think it's just that thing of, you know, let's just say if I was out and I knew my mum and dad were together, I wouldn't worry so much. But growing up since losing my dad, I don't like the thought of my mum being on her own. So she's become a big part of my life. Yeah. And even with Simon... That was the other thing as well, marrying someone that accepts that and yeah. understands family. Because, yeah, like any spare time I have, you know, obviously me and Simon, but my mum will come first and then it'll be my friends, you know? Yeah. But to be honest, I think I'd quite happily have you about in my spare time as well. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> she's a lot of fun. She, she loves is. going shopping and you're Oh, fun. yeah. <laughs> she's very good. She helped me a lot, you know. Who, Simon? Or, yeah, yeah, Simon. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. They're always there for me. Oh. Wow, and it sounds like, you, you know, it sounds like you've always been there as well, you know, yeah. from the beginning. And oh, and yeah. I think people, like you said, have that perception, you know, they see some, because I'm always, I'm a very positive person, so I'm, yeah. I, you know, I make that choice every day to not go into work and be grumpy, not in a fake way, but just, that's just my... Always like a mindset, to, Yes, it? a mindset, you know, and I just am generally quite a happy person, but it does not mean that... I haven't gone through something huge and struggle and had to battle with that, whether it be, you know, my losing my dad or terrible relationships or, and we're still always tested. People go through tests, don't they, every day? Yeah. And, but I think, especially just being in this business, I think we get very good at, you have to carry on a bit, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Do you sometimes go into, you know, like almost like an autopilot, if something is difficult for you, that you can sort of switch it off? Can you, so you can put on that brave face do you find that easier to do because you're an actress I'm a bit of a mix so in a way what you kind of see is what you get I'm very open so if I'm emotional I probably would just cry <laughs> from being an actress from a young age I guess I know how to pull myself together in a way or kind yeah. of just be honest how I feel and then go I feel terrible today like I, I'm not feeling great but I'm still having to go on but that's the hard thing about this business I think it's changing slightly but we're all just expected to carry on you know whereas I think if you worked anywhere else 
you just have the day off, you know. So yeah. that's been difficult because I worked even through my dad passing. You know, I went on stage every night. Ten days later, I went back. Wow. I don't know if I'd do that now. Do you know what I mean? But I think when you're younger and you don't want to disappoint anyone. Yeah. But I think COVID's changed a lot about that because I think now people are like, if you can't come to work or you're struggling, don't worry, you know. So that's, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, um, I would agree. I think there's been softened. a shift. Yeah, there has been, been a, a shift. shift. So mm. I think now, gosh, you know, I would take that break. I think it's so important to look after ourselves, our mental health, everything, whereas I just powered through. I can't hold back if I'm upset. I mean, as in I'm very emotional. But... I think that's probably quite a common coping strategy. That's part of grief in itself yes. is that just powering through, you know, not giving your mind that downtime to overthink anything. To... Yes. And I think you, as you get older and you are more comfortable with yourself and, you know, accepting your feelings on that, I think it's definitely something that, clearly you like in saying that I would probably wouldn't behave like that now I probably wouldn't deal with something like that yeah I think it's it's, it's growth isn't it exactly and a lot of therapy you know things like that yeah. I think I mean I just think everyone should have therapy it's so good like in terms of just getting me through that stage at such a young age because I was like yeah. if I don't work on this now even though I'm open emotionally mm-hmm. I don't stuff things down too much but I do if I have to go on stage but I will I'm so emotional but I was aware that I still can't just cry 24 hours because I've got to go on stage Mm -hmm. so there is an element of you having to squash that down so I'm glad I did that at that age and then you know you go through ups and downs of these things but it was definitely the hardest and I didn't have Simon you know it was just me and you wasn't it so it it was hard you know it's losing somebody that incredible and that close to you it does make you stronger though because I feel like you've been through one of the worst things you could go through do you know what I mean yeah definitely I think especially that when you say Maybe as well, having your dad been that sort of incredible presence and role model in your life, like, was part of the reason that you were never gonna settle for anybody that didn't meet that standard. Like, he set the bar very high for you. He did, but you know, I think somewhere, you know, when you're younger and you have this vision of a a bit like a Disney character that you're going to marry and then something happens as you then go through life and you get a bit older and I think it's whether you've been hurt and everything you almost forget that lovely image of somebody that you wanted that would have been probably like my dad mm. and you think that you're attracted to something else yeah. because it's fun or he's handsome or that's edgy and blah, yeah. and you then realise oh my gosh that just gets you nowhere so I had to bring myself back almost to think about my life the way my friends are the way I live my life, the way my mum is, you know, they were all good people. So why was I going out with people that weren't good people? But I mean, that's an incredibly mature and you're very in touch with yourself to be able to recognise that. Because I think there's, you know, you would a long say... time, but yeah. But yeah. you say that. You say, you know, it took me a long time to, you know, get to that point. There's people that are still doing that and yeah. that will continue to do it. For, to, to actually have been able to kind of like press pause and go actually rewind this. Yeah. Not many people, I would say. Well, that was, you know, again, through certain therapy in terms of like, you know, just really having to... I think I always say it to my friends, you have to rewire your brain almost and go, right, reset. What is actually going to make me happy, you know? So I don't think I consciously ever was like, I need someone like my dad. Mm -hmm. But when I met Simon and I realised how much he is like my dad, then I'm Mm. like, oh my goodness, why did I even think anyone else was going to be right? Like, you know, he is very similar, actually, to my dad in character, should I say, not necessarily in like, you know, that they do different things for a living and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's what works. Do you see similarities between Simon, like personalities? Yes. um, He's very calm. Yeah. Very kind. Mm -hmm. And she always be there with me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. That's, that's exactly, exactly the same as my husband. He's softly natured, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Same Aww. nature. You can see that that brings you a comfort, knowing that. Knowing yeah. what you had and knowing that that's what Fiona has, you can see that that makes you feel calm. Yeah. Which that's... as a mum is a lovely place to be. Yeah, you know, that's why I said to Fiona, this is the man mm -hmm. for you. <laughs> he is the one. Yeah. And then the picnic just was the, yeah. that was the last bit. You knew yeah. that. Fiona and Tessie have been such a pleasure to chat to. I've loved every second of getting to know them a little bit more. But before I leave, I'm super excited to put forward a little maternal dilemma where we give them both a classic parenting problem and see if they both come up with the same solution. Right, Tessie. So Fiona has brought a brand new outfit for an event that she's going to be attending. She tries it on. She shows you it. You do not like it. Are you worried that it's going to offend her if you tell her that you don't like it? Or are you just going to tell her, I don't like it? I will say I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you be like, oh, or would you just say, I don't like it? You just tell her straight. Yeah, I will. I always tell uh, straight if I don't like it. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Did you think that she would say that? 100%. Okay. My mum is the most brutal. She just says it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what about if Tessie had bought an outfit and was like, oh, look at this. Look at me go. Would you say, mum, I'm not sure. Or would you just be like, oh, if you're happy, you know, I'm happy. No, I'd be like, I don't like it. Like, okay. we're just as brutal with each other. I'd be like, Mum, what are you thinking? What Perfect. are you wearing? But equally, when she wears something amazing, I'm like, you look amazing. Yeah. Well, it's lucky <laughs> that one of you isn't, like, absolutely brutal. And I'm, I'm looking at you, Tessie, to be the brutal one, and that you'd be like, oh, I tell her it was great. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tessie, and thank you so much, Fiona, for yeah. spending the afternoon with us. It's been absolutely lovely. Thank, thank you. you. We've loved it. Thank you so much <laughs> for having us. No, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again to Fiona and Tessie for joining me on this episode of Things I Told My Daughter. It was so much fun hearing you reflect on your childhood in the Philippines, finding your true love later in life, and learning how you and your mum supported each other after the loss of your father. Join me next time for another tell-all fantastic mother and daughter conversation. And don't forget, you can read Fabulous magazine every week in The Sun on Sunday or every day at thesun.co.uk forward slash fabulous. It's packed full of affordable fashion and beauty tips, plus even more interviews with our most loved female celebs. Before you go, we'd love it if you could follow the podcast. You can do it via your preferred podcast app and it means that you'll never miss an episode. And we'd love it even more if you could give us a rating and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Todd and this has been Things I Told My Daughter. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 